<laughs> oh, yeah. For reasons I can't even explain, we return you now to the Slave Wrestling Show. <laughs> And now we're back to our great game show host, J.D. Slade. J.D. <laughs> oh, 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 that was funny. I'm sorry. Hi, I'm J.D. Slade. I'm Dan Mason. And this is the Slade Mason Show. Hi, I'm J.D. Slade. I'm Dan Mason. And this is the Slade Mason Show. Hi, I'm J.D. Hi, I'm Hi, I'm Hi, hi, yeah, he certainly hi, is. Hi, I'm J.D. Slade. <laughs> I'm Dan Mason. And this is the Slade and Mason Show. <laughs> oh, that's so much fun. Um, oh, you got to tell me before you do that, man. <laughs> I got caught so off guard. <laughs> You're like, what? <clears throat> that was great. Oh, oh, my gosh. All right, we're in our second hour. <clears throat> we haven't even oh boy. talked about what we want to talk about. Um, yeah, and before we start... Before you start, listen, I'm going to get this off my chest because I started this last show. Mm. And since then, I've come upon other examples. Listen, when I was a kid, a ute. A ute. A ute. There was one Cheerio. <laughs> little beige circle of oats. Are we going over this again? I'll Go ahead. tell you why in a minute. Where right. was your there age? Was one Cheerio. There was one frosted flake. Mm-hmm. Of corn. There was one corn flake. Mm -hmm. I bring this up because <laughs> just like the soft drink industry, there was one Coke, there was one Pepsi, and then there was Nehi or something else. No, now you got 95 versions of Coke, 95 versions of Pepsi, and I wanted to have some cereal because. Well, like I can say, it's a great munchy food. Coming up, sugary treats that are making your children have diabetes. <laughs> By the way, yeah. there was another story this past week on that very radio station <laughs> talking about sugary drinks. <laughs> All right. Uh, For I those of you who don't remember that, you got to go back to the first 28 yeah, shows. Yeah, there you All go. All right. <clears throat> so I, I, want, I went down the aisle, and I thought, All right. I'm going to give them a chance. And I have in front of me, right here, a box of Fruity Cheerios. Oh, my gosh. Now, okay, listen. Natural fruit flavored uh -huh. and other natural flavors, Fruity Cheerios right, can so help lower <clears throat> cholesterol. Stop for a moment. Stop, yes. stop, stop, stop. Reread that first sentence again. Contains. Natural fruit flavored all right natural fruit other, flavors next next and line other natural flavors why can't they just say natural flavors <laughs> <laughs> because those other natural flavors are the ones that have the multi-syllabic tones on the side of the box oh. all right that are written so small oh like words like uh let's see here nacinamonide Ro yeah robo sobo tobalubitip yeah yeah. Okay, so now listen, can help lower cholesterol. Simply made, gluten-free, uh, grown, milled, toasted. Mm. No artificial flavors. <laughs> no artificial no, flavors. No, now, no colors from artificial sources. Now, first off, I'm only so stupid. All right. Okay, okay what do you want to know? I had so I decided to pour me a bowl of my fruity Cheerios one night, mm -hmm. <clears throat> and I and I poured my milk substitute on it. Uh huh. <clears throat> and throat> as I got the first spoonful in my mouth, I thought, "Boy, this this tastes familiar." And as I rolled back the history of my taste buds, Fruit Loops. Here, Here's what I found out. Fruit Loops. Not only Fruit Loops, but tricks. Mm -hmm. Fruit Loops, mm -hmm. Pebbles, mm -hmm. Fruity Pebbles. Yep. They're all the same cereal in different shapes. Captain Crunch Berries. Captain Crunch. Uh, so 
here's my problem. Yeah. <laughs> you know, why don't they just call it sweet crap? <laughs> Here is your new breakfast cereal, sweet crap. It's a marketing issue. <laughs> like I say, but that at yeah. least you know what you get. I know. I looked at this fruity Cheerios and thought, boy, there must be something that's just going to make this so interesting, and it's going to be it'll be a cacophony in my mouth, uh, you know, just uh, blowing out all sorts of things. Yeah. So, okay, uh, so I, I'd share with you. I'd share with you uh, a, a, a dirty little secret in the food industry. Oh, wait a minute. Hey, wait a minute. It's like this is a family show. You keep telling me that. Okay. <clears throat> the uh, red you see in there? Yeah. Yeah. So it comes from one of two places. Well, three. One of three places. Uh, either sugar beets. Okay. Okay. Uh, which is okay. Uh, number two would be um, uh, carrots. There are red carrots. Okay. Uh, the third one is what they call carmine. Deguzio? No, just Carmine. <laughs> what the heck is Carmine? Um, so, uh, in <laughs> South America, there is this uh, species of beetle, and oh god, it's <laughs> it's the the male of the species. Uh, it's body and shell have this uncharacteristically bright redness about them. <laughs> so they are bred in droves, dried, ground, and stuffed into your food. <laughs> Mixes with milk. <laughs> Makes your Fruity Pebbles delicious. <laughs> 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 it's for real. It's 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 car. It's is C A R I M E, uh, and it's it's a beetle, and it and it and it, and it, and it gets really red, and it, it's it's um yeah, and uh, <laughs> this is such an educational program. And when I, when I first came across it, I was I was I was eating good in plenties, and you know, you get the black ones, and you get like these, you know, pinkish ones. And I'm reading the list of ingredients: blah, 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 artificial, natural, blah, 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 and carmine. And I went, <laughs> it's a carmine. And you went to Guzio? Yeah. And then, I, <laughs> and then I googled it, and then I discovered. And I went, oh my gosh. <laughs> It is one of the number one natural red dyes. Oh, that's one of those natural flavors. It's a natural red dye, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I want to know any more about the other natural flavors. It's just a ground-up beetle. I don't know if it's John, Paul, George, or Ringo, but it's a ground-up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh. So if they say natural you know, colors, guess. that's what they're talking about. <laughs> Crushed up beetles. Crushed up beetles. <laughs> it won't be long. Yeah, more, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have seen more stories mm. of things that people are finding in their food. Well, the green is, is either uh, spinach or seaweed. <laughs> <laughs> You you don't want to, you don't want me to go down this path. Do no, you? no no no. As a matter of fact, I'm gonna yeah I gotta. Well, maybe. you want to no, 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 you want, no, no, you no. really want me to steer clear of this because no, when no, I no. when I start telling you guys there's <laughs> things I can tell you. And you see, this is why I'm partnered with this guy because he has the most fascinating stories. <laughs> Well, oh, God. Uh, let's see here. Uh, okay, I did have I I do have stuff to talk about. I All just right. have to get myself in the in the mood again. Anyway, I was talking about uh, I've had more stories of things that you folks eat. You whoa 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 whoa. I said you folks. Whoa 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 whoa. whoa, whoa, whoa. People, whoa, I said whoa, you whoa, folks. What what do you what do you what do you in what do you what what. Well, let's Are we talking like north or south of the Mason-Dixon? <laughs> I tell you, it's like this. 
I can honestly tell you that there is no way on God's green earth that I am going to put anything that hopped on the ground, had little bug eyes, long legs, maybe eight of them, nothing like that is going in my face. Mm -hmm. And I'm talking about this habit because they have actually opened up restaurants oh, yeah. that specialize in serving critters, bugs. Um, I mean, just, uh, and, and, and here's the thing, every one of them, now, again, years ago, the joke was, it all tastes like chicken. <laughs> these don't taste they, like chicken. It's a, <laughs> they taste more like taste shrimp. Like chicken. No, they're shrimp. But they, oh, they're, they're, I mean, I don't care. Listen, it, com it comes from the same, it's the same, you. it's the same thing. It's the same thing. So there is very little anatomical difference between a shrimp and, as you pointed out, a, a, a scorpion. Yes. And a crayfish. Yeah, exactly. And I'm not eating them either. There, you don't eat shrimp? Nope. Crayfish? Nope. Lobster? Nope. Um, Anything that walks sideways? Nope. Um, um, nope. Uh-uh. Uh, nope. What, what about either. sea bass? Nope. Oh, what do you... You don't I'm eat... not a big fish eater. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> yeah, you know, it's like, I, and you know what? I, here's the thing. I I used to go fishing, uh -huh. but I didn't go fishing for the reason that people would go fishing. I went fishing because it was very calm. I was usually baked. <laughs> <laughs> you was you was really use what point. they call use what they call a worm drowner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. I fed the fish. That's that's what I did. But it's like, it, and when I would catch one, I mean, I, I pranced around like a little girl. Because I, I didn't want to take the hook out of its mouth and all uh, that kind of stuff. So yeah. I caught, a, I caught a small, largemouth bass one time. Mm -hmm. That was the extent of my fishing. Yeah, I just, Boogie likes to go fishing on all the time. I, I can't see... You know, again, that's not what I go fishing for. Yeah. So speaking of water. You like that transition? <laughs> did, did you go hear ahead, the story go. about the girl who pushed her friend off the bridge? No. Oh. Um, it was videotaped, of course, because everything's videotaped. I mean, I, you know. <clears throat> um, so uh, her friend was 18 years old, and she pushed her best friend, her best friend, um, off of a bridge that all of her friends were jumping off of this bridge to jump in the water and have a great time. Now, well, if your friends decided to all jump off the bridge, would you do it too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, she was like, give me to the count of five. I just want to do five, four, three. And she's like, she went five. And then she pushed her. <laughs> well, here's the problem. <clears throat> her friend was not prepared. And when she hit the water, she went straight down. She broke a rib, punctured a lung, uh, fractured her trachea. She was in, she was in a mess. They had to jump down, go get her, and pull her out of the water. Uh, you know. So anyway, her friend who pushed her, I mean, we're talking like, boink, just pushed her like that far and just pushed her off balance. She's being charged with reckless endangerment. So. Couple, couple of things, couple of things. Uh, friends do friends, friends do stupid things. Okay. <laughs> so, but they're your friends, and these are the people you hang out with. This is what you're realizing. I, I, I think it, it was, and and it was interesting because I was kind of halfway keeping an eye on the story because it was saying the police were mulling over the idea of whether or not they want to press charges. And I'm like, look, it's either against the law. Or it's not against the law. You don't mull over. J JD, do you know how many how many of your friends have ever gotten pulled over and the cops go, well, I'm thinking about maybe I'll arrest you or maybe I won't uh, arrest you. Or Close your eyes. Yeah. And how many? What do you see? I don't see anything when I close my eyes. Exactly. Yeah. That's, so, that's right. Nothing. Yeah. So this whole thing about whether or not they want to press charges or not, that, what it was, they wait for social media. They waited to find out what the public thought. Uh, yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Is this these two cops who uh, who stopped this woman and decided that they were going to flip a coin? No, this is something different. That's another problem. That's another problem. Uh, JD, how many times has it happened to you and your friends? 
with me and my friends. Wait, unless, of, <laughs> unless, of course, they had the double-headed quarter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then they're going to jail because they're trying to rob somebody, get money by false pretenses. Yeah, yeah. So I, but I, I saw that story, and that's what came to mind. Yeah, I just that was ridiculous. So anyway, I was just sh- sharing is caring. It absolutely is. You know, I am a I, I, I'm a college graduate. I graduated well. I'm, I, I'm, I actually I'm, saw a picture of a college. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I I'm I'm really I'm pretty I'm pretty academically smart. Common sense I got none, but book smart man I'm right there. Mm-hmm. When I went to college, I wanted to be a doctor. Now, <laughs> hmm. doctors I I have to have the utmost respect for because yeah they kept me. Alive live so yep. again but would you want to have a doctor who had graduated with say a c average mm, not, <laughs> not really uh, <laughs> i no, think it's your want... spleen or it's your heart i don't remember i i pull out the textbook again <laughs> you want the doctor who graduated cum laude yeah four o and you know again well, here's why, because I want you to think, which doctor do you think this was? The New York Post claims that Dina Knapp of Iowa is suing a Sioux Falls, South Dakota surgeon for incorrectly removing one of her kidneys. Oh, jeez. <laughs> now, she, she claims the doctor removed her healthy right kidney instead of an adrenal gland that had a mass on it. An adrenal gland? He can't tell the difference. Was I supposed to, is now, this the eyeball or the foot? The, the nap eventually had a second surgery at the Mayo Clinic to remove the gland and the mass, but she's only got one kidney. Oh, my gosh. What did they do with the old kidney? Toss it in the trash? Hey, make kidney pie out of it. I it goes, know, it you know goes to the incinerator. It's great. Great. I mean, and, you know, that reminded me, I, now that you said that, I, I sometimes I wonder, where's my other foot? <laughs> it's a doorstop somewhere. <laughs> or or a candle holder. <laughs> An umbrella stand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, God. Uh, um. um. <laughs> Thank you. That's my job. Yes, but you know it's it's interesting. We speak of <laughs> sick people. Oh, 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 oh. This is a segue for the ages. Oh my gosh, there's no segue to this. You know, <laughs> are we, are we alone on this planet? Is this it? Is this it? This it? No, no other universes. You know what? No, no other no. existences. No. no other. I am not so egomaniacal that I think that we're it. This this entire universe. That's it. Just one little dot. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. But there's a uh, there's a new study. There's always a new study. There's a new study that says that humans are almost surely the only sentient life in the universe. And <clears throat> these are like uh, these are like Oxford, you know, steam scientist hey, hey. Eric Drexler, Doctor Anders yeah, Steinberg, yeah, okay. Antonio. And they said that they studied Fermi's paradox, which basically says you take like the nearest possible planet that may or may not contain life, and then you have to extrapolate how they would get off that planet, and then you'd have to figure out how they'd get into the vast universe. And, you know, it's 360 by 360 around you, and the chances of you ever bumping into anything other by the time the time runs out... It's just not going to happen. So forget it. Uh, you know, yeah. But I don't know. I've seen things. All right, now, okay, let me and let me ask you, let's let's I've seen things. Now that you now that you brought this up. And and that's without and that was without hallucinogenic drugs. Go ahead. How do you feel about the afterlife? Uh, I'll let you know when I get there. <laughs> I bring this up because I, I get into arguments with people because being the good Catholic that I am, yes, we are taught that you know this is going to happen and then this is going to happen and then mm-hmm. you're either going to go here, here, or here. Mm-hmm. 
Well, you know, the Catholic Church, yeah, we, we discussed this before, the Catholic Church says there's no such thing as hell anymore. So you, now you got purgatory in heaven. Nope, not in purgatory. That 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 went away with uh, Vatican II. So we're II. all going to heaven. Uh, Gonna be awful crowded. But anyway, <laughs> in I heaven there is no of... beer. <laughs> That's why we drink it here. <laughs> because I'm I'm starting to think as I'm getting older mm-hmm. that uh, maybe this is it. <laughs> well. And that's kind of a depressing thought when you think about it. <laughs> well, I, I, I kind of figure I I don't think that can be it because, you know, energy begets other energy and you can't really get rid of energy. So when you die, uh, the energy has to go somewhere. And it doesn't like, you know, the, no one sees like a spark go, okay? So it has to go somewhere. It has to do something. It has to go. It's not going to start up a 57 Chevy. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, uh, yeah, uh, yeah is it, you can't convince it, me. Is, no. it, is, it, is it heaven with pearly gates and a big, huge chair and a couple of dogs? and things? I, 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 I can't answer that one. I can't answer uh, that one. Well, but, see, again, it, and I think that this is one of, the, it's, it's one of the mysteries of life because nobody has come back and Said, man, you need to go to heaven. It's great. <laughs> well, there there was man, that one guy. Go to hell. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, that's right. That the, one guy. That yeah, one guy. <laughs> and he went back. Yeah. So, hey, maybe there's something to it. Uh, so it's it's funny you should mention it because there's a satanic temple in <laughs> in Arkansas State Capitol. Have you heard about this? No. Oh, this is great. So they received permission uh, for like I think five or six weeks. They are putting up what's called a uh, I'm going to mispronounce this. A uh, Baphomet, Baphomet, a winged creature, a satanic creature, a winged goat-headed creature, at the state capitol. They got permission to do that because you know there's the whole separation of state and church, and you know there shouldn't be any. Yeah, yeah, you know, right. That's a, that's just like that story about hey, listen, we got a boat for you to get out. It'd be a great trip. Yeah, but. Th- <laughs> The great thing is, at least I know when I go to Arkansas, at least I have a good place, a good public place to urinate. So, uh, (laughs) 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 oh my gosh! Uh, uh. Hey, Slade, how you doing? Hey, good segue. Good segue. Uh, So. how are you? You know, you you like you like studies, and I like studies. I think that's yeah. what makes it so interesting because we just we're just interested in how stupid people can be. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and so, there's something. There's a new study every day to show us this. Yes, that's true. That's true. Uh, now you do know that the Vatican it came out recently regarding uh, all the uh, the abuses in Pennsylvania. Speaking of uh, religion and what have we always get in religion somehow. But anyway, uh, they they apologize. They now feel. Let me get it. Quote, shame and sorrow. There you go. Yeah, there we go. That that took care of it. Thank you. No. Let me, see, let me yeah, get you a gift certificate gonna, from McDonald's. It's not going to be taken care of until Saturday afternoon when we go to confession. Yeah. No, oh, then then it's all over. It's okay. Then it's all over. It's, it's all okay. Done. It's okay. We, we were bad. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, you know, okay. again, it's... Uh, <clears throat> That's the great thing about absolution. See, it's uh, you know, yeah, all, get all the get all the priests you know, to line you can, up. You can be the worst person in the world as long as before your eyes close for the last time you say, "Ah, oh, it's all right." Yeah, it's all okay. What do you yeah. what do you think the mafia does? Yeah, the guys go bump off someone. They go in, Father, you gotta forgive me. I just killed Jimmy Daganki. He's a dead guy now, and uh, I feel hey, bad hey, about hey. it. I'm do 4,000 Hail Marys. Can I do four? Oh, sure. It's okay. Don't worry about it. Um, like I say, as a Catholic, you know, I'm, I'm really conflicted because, again, my experiences tell me that none of that happened to me. So it's like, I mean, I'm sure there are bad apples in every organization. No. And I just, I'm sorry that... Uh, that it's starting to look like it was more prevalent than it was. But here's what that tells me, and somebody told me this this week, mm. 
that uh, tends to lead you to the idea that maybe, maybe, maybe it's time to get rid of the absolute uh, archaic idea of having priests not being able to marry. Uh, can't do that. Can't do that. Why? No, no, they, yeah. they, they have to stay, you know, continuously, nope. you know, hold I it in, you. hold it I, in, <laughs> hold it in, hold it in. <laughs> I told you, I was 13 years old and I felt the calling and I just knew, <laughs> and you were like, I just knew wait, wait, that wait. I was supposed to go to seminary. I can't do what anymore? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Then I found out that women were, I could drink, I could mm-hmm. smoke cigarettes till mm-hmm. I was blue in the face and yep. cigars. Yeah, but there was no nanu nanu. Well, and without nanu nanu, uh, I'm not a happy camper. <laughs> Sorry. So oh I decided I'll be as good a person as I can. I just won't be a priest. There you go. Hey, you heard about Kofi Annan, right? Yes, as a matter of fact, uh, of course, former head of the UN passed away this past week. Yeah, 80 years old. Um, it was interesting. He it, there was a story that came out not too long ago. Uh, Kofi Annan once reacted to being mistaken for Mor- Denzel Washington. No, Morgan Freeman. <laughs> yeah, Morgan Freeman. That's right. Yeah, that's- <laughs> yeah. He was on sabbatical, and it, so, some some guys run up and go, "Oh, Morgan Freeman, may I have your autograph?" Well, Megan says, or he grabs it, and he pens it, and he goes, "Morgan Freeman." Here you go. <laughs> I, oh, you know who gets upset with that? Yeah, I, I I do it all the time as Rich Little. But anyway, what? Who gets upset with that? Samuel L. Jackson. What? He 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 was doing us. He was doing an interview with a morning talk show host mm-hmm. and uh, on a satellite, and he asked him. The reporter asked him about the American Express commercial, and it wasn't. It wasn't Samuel L. Jackson. Oh. It was Morgan Freeman. Oh. And uh, <clears throat> Samuel L. Jackson took great umbrage at it and said, you don't even know who you're talking to. Yeah. I mean, do, do we really all look alike? Yeah, because he does the Visa card. And, <laughs> right. What's in your wallet? What's in your wallet? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. Hey, you know what I discovered this week, too? Uh, now, you're going to love this discovery, and you're going to say, wow, I could have had a V8. Was it V8 by chance? <laughs> no! Listen. What? A new study. Now, Another you know, study. When, when universities do studies, there's usually hundreds of thousands of dollars involved. I know. I want to get I mean, some of that. Incredible. All right. Well, let's see. We, we missed the boat on this one. The University of Portsmouth reveals that drinking... Red Bull and vodka makes people more likely to get into arguments and fights. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Shocker. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Now, wait a minute. Researcher Matt Parker told the Daily Mail, energy drinks and alcohol together may be exacerbating some of the negative effects of binge drinking. Reduction of fear. Problems in social communication while intoxicated increases the risk of fighting and violence. People should be aware that drinking energy drinks in combination with alcohol may impair their judgment and should do so with caution. (laughs) Alcohol reduces our inhibitions and in low doses can cause relaxation and euphoria. However, (laughs) in higher doses, this low inhibition can cause problems with fighting. Or risky behavior. Shocker. Uh, and know, they got yeah, paid listen. cash money to figure that one out. <clears throat> I tell you what, you can leave the Red Bull out and you can get all that stuff with just the vodka. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Red oh. Bull and vodka. Yeah. I know. I do. I know. I know a lady who, who man just lives off Red Bull, and she kind of looks like a Red Bull. It tastes I mean, like you know, bubblegum juice. Uh, that's that's a. Best way I can think of it, bubblegum juice or something. No, it tastes like uh, Alka-Seltzer with sugar in it. Ugh, yeah, weird. there it is. Alka-Seltzer with sugar. Uh, you know, again, if you're going to do that, you might as well just go ahead and here's my plug for five-hour energy drinks, the little little, little juice Yeah, things. little box of things. Yeah, so it's like, boom, done. Yeah, you know, again, hey, do I you know- don't see how you can drink that. It's like 
well, I, I guess if I drank pee, that's probably what it would taste like. Oh, delish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm right on top of that. Yeah. <clears throat> that's great. That's great. Hey, you know about the Mars Opportunity Rover, right? No. Wait a minute, Mars. No. But My- if this, hold on. Before you mention this story about outer space, microwave story. You know, we huh? left gold on the moon, too. Oh, yeah. We leave it all the time. Well, yeah. we left gold leaf on the moon. Yes. It's like, why? Yes. Uh, it's it's a it's a non-corrosive, highly reflective, and it keeps the ions. Who the hell is going to see it? It's it's a it's a, it's used for protection. It protected the 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 the, the our legs as they went from the landing of the rovers. <clears throat> yeah, gold leaf, all over. You didn't know that? No. Yeah, and it was thick gold leaf too. So. And I'm sorry that I learned that. You know, again, I really am. It's like I. All right. Wow. Okay, so the Mars rover. Microwave story. Yeah. So <laughs> apparently, um, here's here's what happened. So uh, here what happened. Here what happened. So the Mars Opportunity rover was really only supposed to be there for what three four weeks or something like that, and we're what now like twelve years in something <laughs> phenomenal like that. Anyway, they've been reprogrammed. Yeah, time passes slowly. It does, but you got to realize what they do is it's it's kind of like um. Um, there used to be this game. You'd get it, and you'd you'd program on a card, like certain moves for this little robot, and you slide the card in, and then it would, you know, take two left turns, then go straight for three runs, and then take it right. So you had to pre-program what it was supposed to do. Well, the same thing happens with the Mars Opportunity Rover because Mars is hundreds of millions of miles away. You can't just send a signal out. It's going to take about twenty minutes for that signal to get there. It's going to take another. 20 minutes for the signal to come back. So you can't instantaneously go, hey, pick up that rock. You have to program it. All right. So anyway, it's only it was only supposed to last a couple of years. But anyway, what they've discovered is they've been upgrading the software remotely. They've gotten the thing into a point where the winds that come in play actually brush off any dust that's been landing on the solar panels. However, there was a recent... Uh, dust storm that covered Mars and of course the rover went to sleep it was programmed to bring back up through something called a clock default so it was supposed to bring itself back up if its battery levels weren't high enough it would check and see you know what what the panel level of the uh, uh, energy level was the deal is it's it's had enough energy the the winds have blown off the the, um, the panels they're clear, the batteries are charged, but now it's not booting up. Now they're concerned that it might be that. The problem is maybe they've damaged the batteries, and if they haven't damaged the batteries, then maybe it is a problem with the clock default. So they're not quite sure of what's happening, so it may be the end of opportunities or the fact that the batteries are dead. As they said, it's a lot like someone coming out of a coma. They wake up, it takes a while to recover. But right now they don't have any message yet, so... They're hoping maybe it'll be okay a little bit longer, but uh, yeah, it looks like yeah, maybe it's dead. Who knows? <clears throat> hey, partner. Yeah. Hey, partner. Yeah. Remember, remember the first hour. Yeah. Okay. Remember the story that will very well correlate to this story here, because <clears throat> you had a a van. Yeah. Five thousand miles. <laughs> <laughs> Brand spanking new. And what did it make when it get out of 17 miles? <laughs> so multiply that by 100,000. Because, uh, I mean, yeah. we pissed away a lot of money going to Mars. I know. And you get to realize those guys who were hired to come on and take care of the opportunity, they their job was supposed to end in like six to eight weeks. They go, well, we're going to have the rover. We're going to yeah. do some testing. And then you guys go back to your families and your other projects. It's been over a decade. Yeah. So the fact this thing and is still again, running. Talk about job security. Man. <laughs> so when this thing finally checks out, they're all going to be like, oh, man, we got to go back to our old job. Yeah. So, oh, I forgot one last story about uh, taking my daughter back to school. Okay. Um, so we're almost. So, of course, I had to drive her there. Drop off all her stuff. It's 97 degrees in the shade. The humidity is 187%. And so we're lugging all this stuff upstairs. 
And she said, well, we, we have to go to, we have to go to Walmart. I have to get, you know, cleaning supplies and food. And, all right. That's fine. No problem. So we get there and on actually on the way, she goes, oh man, this, this is driving me up the walls. What's the matter? My phone is stuck in the mode where it thinks I have a headphone jack in. And I said, what? She said, yeah, it thinks I have a headphone jack feature. It's got the headphone feature in. And I said, well, here, grab this. And I grabbed her a headphone, plug it, plug it in, unplug it, turn it off, take the battery out, put the battery back in. You know, Dan Mason was kicking in and trying to figure out all the different things she could do. Nothing worked. <laughs> we, we get out of the car. And the next thing you know, the screen's going like it's 1960. And I'm watching a television screen here. It's rolling. And I'm like, what the heck? She goes, yeah, it's, it's dad. I think it's, I think it's dying. Dad, dad, I think it's, I'm like, oh my gosh. On, on, now, mind you, vacations are expensive. Uh-huh. $500. And, uh, that was, that was at the low end. That was at the low end. I mean, all, everything that I paid for and expenses and eating out and, and, and just. And a new car. And a new car and having to put a, a deposit on it. Like, so I haven't gotten a new car yet. I haven't gotten a new car yet. So, uh, on top of that. So we're still adding costs. And, um. It was about 10 more months before the phone was paid off. Uh, I'm walking into Verizon, paying off the old phone, another $87, and signing up for another two-year plan at seven bucks a month to get her a brand new phone. So, and then the guy's like, oh, I just try, I hit the code. You just go back to your house, fire it up, put your Google number in, and it'll pick up where I left off. All right, sounds pretty simple. Thanks. Did that happen? Nope. No, no, no. Uh, uh, my daughter spent about two and a half hours uh, with the live chat and human beings. Couldn't oh, get the phone no. to work. Couldn't no. get it to work. And she's, you know, almost crying on the phone. Dad is not worried. So I got home. I log into my, you know, my Verizon account, live chat. Yes. Uh, here's the SIM card number. Hi, I'm Chris. Okay, great. Here's my code. Great. Okay. Okay. No problem, Mr. Mason. Let me get this set up for you. Okay. Dad, I got a text message. I'm going to bed now. Good night, dear. <laughs> See, again. See, look, go back to the first hour. Eight minutes. And you see that Dan Mason, he is just a man of all knowledge. <sighs> he is like the wealth of knowledge. It's poison. Uh, we're going to start calling you the beard of knowledge. The beard. Uh, again, fixes things from miles and miles away. Uh, He's like Superman. I know, because I'm doing like, I'm telling the lady, it's like, we have to do a three-way chat, so this could get interesting. <laughs> I mean, it's just hey, you hey, listen, you got to get to know my partner. He's amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, about that. So, um, yeah, because it it was interesting because I said, okay, now I take the chat, I take it from you, I have to interpret it and give it to a friend of hers, who then will have to give it to her. We're playing operator, <laughs> and it worked. So there you go. Right. Amazingly enough, because normally when you play telephone, by the time it gets to the other party, it's all all screwed up. Yeah, so I lucked out. Oh my gosh, what else? Um, <clears throat> all right, well now it's my turn because okay. like I have to tell you about my love life. Well, this will be short. All right, I yep, you got right. two minutes. Ready, <laughs> set, go. Right. And then no, I'll tell you about like it. I, I got. <laughs> I will knock you out, man. I uh, I no, it's like I, I'm, I'm. I, I, yeah, I'm, baby I'm, I'm starting to make an acquaintance <laughs> with someone that I have already been acquainted with. Mm -hmm. I'm getting reacquainted. But let me tell you something. I have been by myself for so long, yeah, and it has gotten so, it's so JD-ish. I know. It is, it is JD's world mm -hmm. that I'm just not certain that I'm, I'm really going to want to, you know. I know open that up you know I know and I tell you I see stories all the time and every time I start to get all sentimental you know and get all weeby weeby you know uh, moon June spoon I get one of these stories news.com.au claims that an Adelaide Australia woman in her 20s recently trashed a $410,000 Mercedes Benz the unidentified woman took a baseball bat to the AMG coupe before spray painting cheater on the side. 
She left before cops arrived. The car was purchased last week. Mm-hmm. This is this is why you you. <laughs> yeah, and you're exactly right. It's interesting. Oh. It's it. This is why <clears throat> if you're over 35 in the military, then it'll let you in, and you got to be over 35 to become president. <laughs> before then, that brain is completely malleable and broken. <laughs> yes, sir. I I, I mean. Listen, all these chicks who are listening to Carrie Underwood, you know, <laughs> figuring that's the way to uh, that's the way to get back at him. A uh, four hundred and ten thousand dollar Mercedes Benz. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. And does the insurance cover company cover that? Uh, they probably. Well, I know here in the states they would. So I would imagine they'll have something similar to that in Australia. You know, vandalism. I'll put that How up. How would you like to pay for that premium? Uh, no. No, because I know my rates are going up after that one. You're doggone right. Yeah. Hey, listen. Yes, yes dear. Are you a James Bond fan? There could be an interesting change coming up. Ch-ch-ch-change. It's a woman, right? No, Idris Elba. You don't know who Idris Elba is, do you? Idris Elba. Nope. Well, I tell you what, you just, while I'm talking about this, you just go ahead and get yourself a good look at him. Just go ahead and Google him. All right, hold on, hold on. And the reason I bring it is uh, Idris Elba is the front runner to replace Daniel Craig as James Bond. Uh, Fifty Shades of Grey star Jamie Dornan, Michael Fassbender, Luke Evans, and Tom Hiddleston are also in the running. But uh, like I said, they have been talking about Idris uh, for a couple of years now, and it will be a great. Are you looking him up? Um, typing right now as we go. Okay, like I say, it will be an, a very interesting conversion to see Idris Alba calling himself Bond, James Bond. You here. haven't found him yet. You got hold on, hold on. I'm trying to get three things going here at the same time. Ah, uh, see again. You have to learn to multiplex. <laughs> <laughs> but like I say, I, I was that Denzel know, I Washington. What? Ah, there he is. <laughs> <laughs> that, now that, now that... reveal to the rest of the class why Idris Elba will be an interesting conversion for James Bond. Because he looks like Denzel Washington. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, ladies and gentlemen, James <laughs> Bond. He, they're going to have to a man of. They're, they're going to have to use a little color. more lighting. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, again, I um, I just thought, yeah, I can't uh, wait to see. I cannot wait to see. Where's he David from? Duke when he sees that. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that would not be good. Where's he from? Where's he from? He's from he's from the UK. English actor, producer, magician, HBO series, the wire. Huh. Cool. Like I said, I mean, oh, he's a very talented actor, no doubt about it. It's just gonna be interesting to see whether people are willing to accept a black James Bond. Why not? Well, because for fifty years he has been on the lighter shade of pale. <laughs> Well, we all like Prokel Harem. Back off. All right. Yeah, yeah, right. Okay, listen, getting on with more celebrity news. Hey, listen, you know who's feeling really, really pressure? Uh, Matt Lauer. Saudi Arabia. No, Matt Lauer. No, Saudi Arabia. No, Matt Lauer. Okay, (laughs) what's... He has reportedly agreed to pay his wife, Annette, 20 million bucks. Wow. Uh, Things have really settled down. Matt and Annette are getting on, and they're both spending time with their kids. They hope to settle the divorce soon. Matt still maintains the relationships he had in the workplace were consensual. He does feel like the poster boy for the Me Too movement when he sees <laughs> other high-powered men hanging on to their jobs despite allegations. Sounds like a bitter pill, Matt. Yeah, sounds like you should have just just kind of maybe just put hey, the thing thankful to your wife, maybe? Yeah, yeah that would have been good. That would have been good. But uh, no, I think Saudi Arabia has got, got the issue. <laughs> no, 
No, Saudi Arabia does not have that issue. No. There is one way to work in Saudi Arabia. The man says everything, and that what the man says goes. No, this it, it this coming uh, this Sunday, it's going to be uh, <clears throat> the Haya... Is this when Pil- women start driving? It's the Haya Pil- Pilgrimage. They're expecting two Ooh. million Muslims. Two million making the pilgrimage. To uh, the Mecca, wow, two million, and they showed like a uh, a blurred image of it. Man, it it looked like a scene from The Who. It was not nice. Uh, <laughs> and by the way, I didn't see any Porta John, so I have no. no idea what's going on. There. <clears throat> that's that's going to be an issue. I mean, they they had the stadium lights up there and what have you, but dude, I don't know. Careful where you step. <laughs> it, goes, it goes clockwise, but I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm ju- I'm just making observations here. Oh. I don't believe. <laughs> I don't believe you. <laughs> I tried so hard. I just I had to get that done. Above board, and so. it's like and he just keeps. <laughs> Pulling me back in. They they got a problem, man. That's two <laughs> two million people. That's almost like a lot of people. <sighs> and it's a season. This starts apparently. This starts the season of it. So it's like it's from here, and it just keeps on going. <sighs> what is it like? A hundred nine degrees in the shade. <laughs> that's gotta be a. That's not gonna be a pretty scene. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, but it'll be easy access. So, oh my know, gosh! Dress yes, yeah. <laughs> and and you know it, it's interesting. Uh, this fellow's coming out. Uh, Il, Ilum Ilum, what's his name? Il, Idris Al Album. Okay. Um, Idris Al. Yeah. Now that is Paramount Pictures, I believe, that does the uh, United Artists. Is United, United Artists? Artist. You're right. You're right. Yeah. So it's not it's not Disney. No, no. No, so, actually, actually, it is, I think. Uh, hold on a second. I don't think so. <clears throat> and uh, I'll tell you why. It, because Disney apparently is going in the opposite direction. I don't know if you heard about this. No. Oh, yeah. The uh, Disney fans are accusing um, uh, whitewashing. Um, there was a recent uh, uh, movie release called Wreck-It Ralph. Are you familiar with this at all? Yep, I know the movie. Yep. Yep. So, uh uh, Princess Tiana, which was uh, Man the Princess and the Pig, uh, Princess the Pig, Princess and the Frog story. <laughs> Princess and the Pig. <laughs> <laughs> That's another Disney classic we'll get though. Uh, <laughs> apparently, they whitened her skin and narrowed her nose as it went from animation to CGI. And they did the same thing with Pocahontas. <laughs> Made them look more, uh, you know, uh, European. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> Maybe they should mix some mulatto there. I don't know what's going on there. Yeah, so uh, so they didn't need as much lighting. Let's put it that way. Um, yeah, so that's going to be a problem. So I don't know what Disney's going to do about that one. All right. So I'm taking a look here. It, uh, it says that Eon Productions, uh, an abbreviation of Everything or Nothing, is a British film production company that produces the James Bond film series. Okay, good. So they're based in London's Pickett. Daily. So they answer for themselves. Uh, you know, again, but they've got to. So they've got to have an American arm for distribution. But I, uh, are you there? Yeah. Oh, okay. I think they, they have to have a distribution arm. So. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it is. I think it is uh, United Artists. So. So, uh, but anyway, like I say, it, we'll we'll see what it looks like. We'll see when the world of James Bond adds a little. Color. Yeah. Let's see. I have uh, I have railed for years about certain places because if you want to talk about um uh, what am I the the bringing up of the youth of America where is the one place you don't necessarily want to take them mm. Chuck E. Cheese oh yeah I'm telling you there have been more violent brawls that go on during children's parties between adults at Chuck E. Cheese and I have railed on them for years well, okay, to be fair, when they finally do something right, I want to just stand up for them 
And Inside Edition claims that employees from guess where? New Jersey. Jersey. Chuck E. Cheese. Yep. Uh, New Jersey Chuck E. Cheese are being hailed as heroes for turning a four-year-old's birthday party into a success. Now, uh, Evan and his mom, Angel, invited 30 kids to his party at Chuck E. Cheese. 30? Oh, my not God. One kid, not one kid showed up. Oh. So, employee Taylor Kuzina took to Facebook to organize her own party for Evan. She told the TV show that her co-workers, family, and friends responded by purchasing 13 gifts. Taylor invited Evan and his mother back to the restaurant where they held a party for him. The day that he came back in, seeing the smile on his face was everything I wanted. I had one goal that day, and the goal was to make sure that he left happy. And he left going, oh, my God, the best day ever. I got so I'm going to give it to the New Jersey Chuck E. Cheese uh, again because they really did do a good turn. And I, that was one of those stories that warmed the cockles of my heart. Yeah. And uh, anybody who has ever seen the cockles knows that that's some job. It is disgusting. So, but you know, it's in, it's an interesting. You <laughs> <laughs> just threw that out there. Bam! I just had to rip that kidney out there. I want to, I want to, I want to, it's interesting. He, we talk about the kids and, and hanging out and, and, and ha times have changed. Times have really, really changed. And I'm, I'm a little, oh God, yeah. I'm trying to figure it all out and when it happened. But for instance, um, September 21st, 1967, 67, September 21st, 1967. That's probably, that's probably about right. When, when I was a kid, so I'd get on my bike and I, you know, tell my, my parents, Bye. Heading out. See ya. Okay, bye. And I'm gone. Hours. 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 All day long. It's starting to get dark. Oh, I guess I have to bike ride home. I would be, I'd be with my friends. We'd be out in the woods. We'd be, you know, playing with rocks and knives and stupid things like that. We were kids. And I was watching with the kids. I mean, it's the, interesting that you mentioned it. Hey, hold on a second. Hold right, on. Right, hold Dad? on. Hold on. It's like, it's interesting. It's interesting that you should say that because I have had this very same conversation this week. Now go on about it. Yeah. So we were watching the movie. We were pulling up all these old movies where, you know, how oh, you guys could watch this. I'm trying to build a repertoire. We watched the movie big. I don't know if you remember this with Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Yeah. Yep. And <laughs> excuse me. So he, he's like hanging out with his friends and they got like walkie talkies and they're talking to each other and they bike ride together and they're goofing around together. They go off and play basketball together they're gone. They're gone all day. And, and now moms and dads have to go and have to like register their children as quote unquote free range children. So they're allowed to go down to the local park by themselves without an adult. And I'm thinking, when did this happen? Cause my kids, it's like, Oh no, stranger danger. Can't be out alone. I'm like, when did this happen? When did we flip the switch? When well, was you know, Dan, you know, again, like I say, I've had this very conversation this very week with someone else uh, because you're absolutely right. When we were kids, man, I couldn't wait to get out the house. And I wasn't going back in because it's like if I went back in, I thought they might make me stay in. Yeah. So, so you know, again, and, and I mean, you know, it'd be 100 degrees outside, but we'd still be out there. I mean, just out. And you're right. If we weren't coming back until we absolutely had to and yeah. didn't want to then. But then the parents started yelling, and we started getting back, back into the house. It's, uh, I'll tell you when it happened, Dan. It happened when we started allowing computers in the home. It started when we allowed handheld video games to be bought. It happened when kids found out they didn't have to leave their couch to communicate with anybody in the world. Wait, 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 so wait, 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 but that was, but that, wait a minute, but that was their choice to stay in. But where did it, when did it become a problem that if this child so decided to go visit that friend, they can't do that without parent intervention? Okay. Now, without them driving them the, over or. Because of the society that we have become and because of the people in our society, you're right. I was a free range child. As was I. I. I mean, like, if I use if I use today's technology or terminology, I was a free range child, and that's because we also had we didn't have as sick a society as we seem to 
no, no, now. seem to. There's, when, there's when the, the society, and, and that's, and that's the deal. It seems to be a sick society, but statistically, statistically, for every hundred, for every thousand, for every ten thousand, for every one million, the numbers don't change. We still got sickos. We just hear about them real well because the news is really good at releasing that information right effing now. Well, you're absolutely right. And again, modern technology has made that possible. So it's CNN yeah. the like, and the likes. that That's gotten to the point where it's scaring shit. I think that's probably what happened right around. When did CNN come out? It was 87. It's, <clears throat> uh, 80, 80, 80, 82, maybe 83. Yeah. Okay. So right after that. Uh, and so, you know, it's like, and, and we started having to have to worry about, I mean, I tell the story when I first moved to Virginia in 1971, man, it was nothing. You could go up and down the road and people's houses would be wide open, no locks on them. It's like, cause nobody was going to go in there. Yeah. And now you got triple locks, you know, again, you got burglar alarms, you got roaming eyes, you know what I mean? It just, it's crazy, and and I'm afraid that with the technology advances, I'm hearing more and more stories about drones. Yeah, uh, you know, again, uh, I got a feeling I'm going to be like locking myself in my house. Well, we'll probably get like drone delivery of our mail. But hey, did you hear about the the postal worker who um, went to a Kansas City home? Did you hear about this at all? He was going to make didn't a... kill everybody. No, 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 no. This he was just <laughs> he was just you know he was he was ready to make the delivery. And there was an eight-foot-long python wrapped around the mailbox. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Yeah, that was ah. awesome. Yeah, but it, the good news is, the good news is, he was able to open up the, the lid and throw in those Victoria's Secret magazines. So, we're good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think we're. Are we getting close to? Oh man, over? we are. We are just about done. So uh, I guess I have to do. All this. right. Well, I want to get one more story in. All right, hurry I up. Get one more story. In. Hurry up. Okay, listen, listen here. I'm listening. man, I want you to check this out. The telegram tells us that Laverna Parsons of Gloverlandtown, Newfoundland, won twenty-seven thousand dollars, and you know how she did it? No. She had a Cheeto shaped like a running man. <laughs> the Cheeto Museum recently held. Most unique shaped Cheeto. Parsons won the twenty-five grand and a two thousand dollar weekly entry prize. Her Cheetos beat others, shaped like a brain and a flamingo and Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going into my Cheetos right now. Oh my gosh! So was it Arnold Schwarzenegger shaped? <laughs> No, the Burning Man. Come on. No, don't Hell? you? Oh, I thought you said I thought you said Running Man, not Burning Man. I was thinking. Oh, Burning Man. Oh, oh my gosh. All right, hold up. All right. Hi, I'm Jay. <laughs> I'm Dan Mason, and this is the Slave Mason Show. <laughs> <laughs> now it's time to say goodbye to all our company. My boys and friends, we'll be back next time. Not two more weeks. See you real soon. K-E-Y. Why? Because we love you. M-A-Y-S-O. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. Bye, everybody. Say goodbye, J.D. Bye, J.D. <laughs> what a nut job. Yes, yes. Bye, everybody. See you in yes. two weeks. Two weeks, two weeks. Oh, darn. I didn't get to talk about throwing up on my, my rug. Or, oh, I'm sorry. Are we still on? <laughs> yeah. Da, 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 da. Okay, here's where we say all the legal stuff, you know. Oh, hey, Dan, by the way. The uh, music is Dan brought to you by Dano Music. Okay. Dano Music. He gave it to us for free. <laughs> Get Tastes like cheeseburgers. Standing man. Ralbo. Eating cricket. Yeah.
eating eating red bugs. <laughs> We're just recapping the show for you. Keep going up to the last two minutes. Anybody want to buy an old beat, beat up car? <laughs> Aretha Franklin. <laughs> Mark. <laughs> University. <laughs> Virginia Beach you know, outhouses. Talking about, talking about two hours. <laughs> oh my gosh. Let's see, I think that's everything. Oh no, computers. Oh yeah, computers, viruses. <laughs> I didn't get into quantum mechanics at all yet. <laughs> Solar wow. panels. And that was all the two hours. I tell you what, we've got to be the most covered area in the world. <laughs> hey, listen, by the way, if you like the show, tell your friends. If you don't if like your like friends, tell the show. Friends. <laughs> all right, shh, 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 quiet, quiet. Okay. This is the part like where we're supposed to be really down. quiet. Oops. Are we done yet? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're done. <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs> Say goodbye, JD. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>